Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. This is our first episode ever recorded. Well, I was going to say in Orange County, but we used to literally always do it in Orange County. So that's where we started the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Coming full circle. Yeah. First recording in my new house. Mm-hmm. Everything's in boxes currently. It is a disaster where we're sitting, but we're happy to be here. It's beautiful. I'm so excited. At this time, when you hear this, there should be at least one moving vlog up. If you guys want to go check it out on YouTube for more deets about the move, but we're officially in our new place. Yeah, I love it. I'm obsessed. Thanks. It's so, so just, oh, we've just been on cloud nine. <laughs> it's been so perfect. We love it. You know, you made the right decision when you're just happy. Yes. When you get there. And Leif just said, when Chelsea walked in, we were talking about living here and he's like, I just keep getting, what did he say? I just keep getting the urge to smile. <laughs> That's how you know you made the right choice. Yeah. When you're just happy. Well, we also have some exciting yes. news. Very quick turnaround from Friday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a, a process, but we found a place in Orange County. So we'll be down here very shortly as well. Ugh. And we're just so excited. We're as well. so excited. We're going to live so close to each yes. other. And it's going to be perfect. We're trying to get some bikes. We're going to bike to each other's house. I'm so excited. I know. It's just literally the instant that we found out that we got the place. My entire mood shifted and I a was wave just a of way better person all around. Like I was nicer to Nick. Like I was just like happy. I'm like, come on, Sophie, let's go for a walk. Like yes. I was so happy. It's so nice to feel hope. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or at least for you, especially having a kid, it's like probably yeah. just so nice to know that you got a place and yes. you know where you're headed. You can also like change doctors. I don't know. I feel yes. like all of that was probably so stressful. Yeah, and you do it's not a myth. You do tend to want to nest, like this urge to set up a place for your incoming child. And so I can't do that at my apartment. It's just like super small limbo, basically. Yeah. And it's small. There's no room. And I know we're not going to be there. So now it's like, I feel like I can properly start prepping for it. For him. Yeah. I keep calling it. (laughs) I actually was just telling Lake, I was like, wait, I just realized that like, we're definitely going to babysit your kid. Yeah. I'm like, I would hope so. Well, you know, I was thinking like, if you and Nick want to go on a date or whatever, I'm like, I like literally (gasps) almost made me cry. cry. (laughs) No, it actually almost made me cry thinking about it. I'm like, we're going to like take him to the park. Like, I was just like, I'm like, as if it's my child. Wait, I'm tearing up. 
Isn't that so cute? Yeah. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, because we, you know, this place just feels so homey. Like I said, I'm like, we're going to get bikes. I just feel like life feels so happy yeah. and so good. Both of us crying right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. We've got food coming on the way. Ugh. Wow. Like currently. Good vibes. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, like Postmated. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to eat food while we live here. <laughs> yeah. Just every little thing is a blessing. No, it's going to be, it's going to be so good. I feel like this is a new chapter and it's a really good one. Yes. So can't wait. I'm going to say, even though I don't know because this hasn't gone up yet in time to know if you guys did give us recommendations, but I know you guys did. Yeah. So thank you in advance for any Orange County recommendations you guys gave us. Yes. Because we're going to need them. And yeah, we're excited to find all of our new favorite spots here. Yeah. And, you know, meet you guys because I feel like this is kind of like a hub for girls like our age. Yeah. I do every feel time like I come a lot to, of- Every time I come here, like vacationing, I see people yeah. that um, listen to the podcast even more than LA, I feel like. I feel like in LA, we're just, you know, small fish in a big pond. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're not going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, when you see Miley Cyrus next to you at a restaurant, that's when you know, you know, no one's going to come talk exactly. to you, okay? So, no, that's true. It's That'll be fun true. to meet more people <clears throat> and stuff. Um, I'm just super excited. Can't wait. We're bringing you the best vibes today, so you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, today's a... Uh, Crazy. Oh, sorry. Today's topic is crazy neighbor stories in the spirit of moving. You know, when you're looking for a place, you don't really usually think of neighbors that much. Like that's the last thing on my list. I'm like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think but it makes such a big deal. Think of it more than us. Like, yeah. Maybe when you're buying a home. Yeah. When you're buying a home and you're a little bit older, I feel like my parents know all of their neighbors mm-hmm. and it could just be. I don't know. It depends where you live and the vibe of where you live. But yeah, I feel like that's definitely not something I'm like, oh, we need to go around and meet all the neighbors before we move. Like we never think of that. But yeah, neighbors can make or break your experience, especially if you have a really bad neighbor. It's true. I feel like I should kind of tell my story of, I don't know, crazy neighbor story. It's, It's a weird dynamic because he had super good intentions and he Mm -hmm. was so incredibly nice and actually very helpful. It was just that he would overstep his boundaries. Overbearing. Yeah, overbearing. So in one of our last homes, it was one of our first times moving into like a neighborhood where, you know, we'd lived in townhomes and kind of like little apartment complexes before. In a neighborhood, you you meet your neighbors, I feel like more than in an apartment complex or a townhome or something like that. Especially if they've lived there for like 20 years. It's like they want to know their new neighbor, Mm -hmm. you know? So we had an across the street neighbor that was super, like I said, nice and helpful. And he also was, I'm, I'm forgetting what he was born with, but he had a bit of a disability mm-hmm. and he, he was so like, it's actually very inspiring how it, this is an interesting story because I have a love hate relationship. Like I thought he was so inspiring because he was so positive and so willing to help out all the neighbors. Like, yeah. which I thought was like such a beautiful thing. But then, like I said, he just was a little overbearing where he, every single time we would come outside, he would come out to talk to us. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. There was like not one time when he was home that if we went outside, he would not come over. Yeah. And it just felt like at a certain point, I'm like, oh, I just want to like sit on my front yard and like play with Lady, but also Lady would bark when he'd come over. So it was just like a stressful situation. If I ever even just went outside to go get in my car to go to the gym, he would already be halfway across. Like he literally is like the neighborhood watch. That's what people would say. They'd be like, he's like always on it, making sure, you know, 
he knows what's up in the neighborhood, which is awesome. But he's also kind of just like sitting there watching and waiting. And if you come out, he's going to come talk to you. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, he never did anything crazy. But right when we moved in, actually, he, because like I said, he is, he's lived there for years and years. Like, I think he lived there almost his entire life and he's over 50. Yeah. He was born in that house. Crazy. So he's lived there literally forever. So he's very well known. And he would like, when people are out of town, he would like get their mail for them, stuff like that. So he would get all all of our packages. And like um, when we were out of town, just to be nice, which was honestly amazing because, you know, we do get a lot of PR packages and stuff and they could have gotten stolen when we were out of town. So it was, it was nice. But at the same time, right when we moved in, I kid you not, I did not know this man at all. And he asked us for a key to our house. Like he was like, I'll get your packages and like bring them inside. And I was just like, uh, uh, no, yeah. like I do not know you at all. Like yeah. this was the first time meeting him. Yeah. And that immediately kind of scared me. Cause I was like, wait, why is he like, why is he being so forward asking me for a key to my house the first day I meet yeah. him? Like, so, but anyway, he never did anything sketchy. I did not give him a key cause I was not comfortable with that at all. I did not know him. So we were like, if you want to get our packages, like you're welcome to. And that's so nice of you to offer. Like if you just want to keep them at, in your house, but you also do not have to get them. Yes. We weren't asking him to. Yeah. And so anyway, it was just an interesting situation. You definitely yeah. met him and knew him. Like he yes. came over all the time. Yes. Like even if we were sitting in the car for a little too long, he would come by and be like, what us. are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you in? He just asked questions. Again, it's like harmless, but just like after a while, you're like, dude, I would just want to live my own life. Yeah. When it's, when it's your home and you are a bit of an introvert, socializing is draining. Yes. So it's different for different people. Like some people love talking to their neighbors constantly. And then if you are a little bit more of an introvert and you get drained by social interaction instead of like energized by it, it can be exhausting. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter who it is. It's just, I, I want to be home and like just shut off. Yes. You know? so, yeah. So yeah. anyway, it was nothing too crazy. I was always, I would always be like, this could be a true crime story where it's like, he's like, oh, just this nice guy, you know, like, like give me a key to your house. And then he freaking uses yeah. it when Lace out of town to come in and kill me in my sleep. Yeah. Clearly he is not that kind of person, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It just freaked me out a little bit. So, and I remember kind of being like, I don't know if I could like buy this house and live here forever because yeah. like he's going to be such a huge part of our life forever. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you just, he does have such good intentions that it's like, you can't, I just felt fault him. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I can't be like, stop. Yeah. Because he's just so nice. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. And you guys were right across the street from right him. Right across. He came to us 24-7. And I think other neighbors would get annoyed with him and be like a little bit short with him. Mm-hmm. But we were always just really nice to him. So I think he like clung on to us yeah. even more because he's like, oh, they're really nice. You know yeah. what I mean? So I it was just a bad combo. But anyway. Yeah. I haven't really lived in like a neighborhood really. So I never get too attached to my neighbors. And I feel like also when you're in an apartment or like any kind of quick turnaround, neighbors don't feel the need to get like yeah. attached to each other. I've had a couple crazy like upstairs or downstairs neighbors before situations where they're super loud or cops something. Are, yeah. Like mm. cops. Are, we don't call the cops. Someone else will call the cops. We had this lady who lived below us who obviously like they needed to break up because they had a lot of issues. I remember that. Yeah, and she would like get her shoe and, and hit the window like late at night. It would be like three in the morning. She'd be like, I know you got hose in there. Like, oh, let it like screaming at him. And then it was like this whole crazy thing, so. Oh, no, no, no. Not the hose. Yeah. And it was actually like a very so quiet funny. apartment complex. So it wasn't like, it was very noticeable because it was such a quiet place. Yeah. 
But that's yeah, always crazy, crazy to me how people just have no shame. Like, yeah. Being super loud at 3 a.m., yelling yes. at each other. I'm like, And Whoa. the crazier thing of this is that that happened multiple times, like yelling, screaming, like very loud outside. Yeah, like he yeah. wouldn't let her in or she wouldn't let him in or something. And she had the audacity to come knock on my door and tell me I was being too loud when I was sleeping. And because Sophie had the zoomies after the bath, so she like ran like from when she like jumped on the bed and then, you know, when dogs get zoomies after the bath. Right. And we were above her. And then she came knocked on my door. No, she did not. Yes. Twice. I was like, she came up, knocked. I was home alone. And I was like, hey, like, what's up? Yeah. And she was like, I'm trying to sleep down here. I'm going to take a voice recording of the sound and try and, and you can try and sleep with that noise. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not even talking. Like, that was just my dog. She just ran like back and forth. She doesn't do that all the time. Literally, like whenever we give her a bath, maybe for two seconds. Yeah. And then came back a while later. We weren't doing anything. So I was like, what is going on? Like, I was like, she, she came back. Yeah. She and went said back something down. else was allowed. Yeah. And I was like on my phone or something on my bed. It was like an afternoon. She came back and was like, complained again to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I have no, at that point, I was, I'm a very easygoing person. But at that point, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's not us. It might be our next door neighbors. Like, I don't know what you're, you're talking not, about. Yeah, you're not yeah, doing anything. It's not us. So you, you should have said it was so hard for me to sleep the night you were yelling at your boyfriend yeah. about his hose. <laughs> yeah. Too. Literally. But I didn't say a word. <laughs> exactly. But I was too scared. So yeah, yeah, I get that. What interferes with your happiness? When you are experiencing any sort of depression, anxiousness, or anything else like that, it can really take a toll on you, as I'm sure a lot of you have felt, and also just prevent you from living your best life. I know that's definitely the case for me. And that is why we love our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment. It is super convenient, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor at any time, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and you do this all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. They also make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to, which is great so you can make sure that you have someone that is a good match for you and your specific needs. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors just located near you. There are licensed counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, self-esteem, relationships, trauma, and more. I just love BetterHelp because it's so convenient. You don't even have to leave your house or sit in a long waiting room, which is amazing. Also, anything you share is confidential, and they also have testimonials posted daily on their site if you guys want to hear how people are loving it. We want you to start living a happier life today, and as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash what we said. You guys know the drill. You know how these podcast ads go. We read a spiel, blah, blah, blah. You get a promo code for a discount at the end. But this one's a little different because this ad is for Honey. And a Honey ad does not just give you one promo code. It gives you millions of promo codes. That's right, millions in one ad. So you guys, I'm obsessed with Honey. I don't know how the heck I didn't know about this. Uh, my mom mentioned Honey to me the other day. And I'm like, oh, did you get it from our podcast ad? She's like, I've been using Honey for years. Like, uh, why don't you tell me about it? Because now I've been saving legitimately so much money on every shopping order. I've been, you know, I've been a shopping fanatic recently with the new house and it's become like a fun little game for me at the end of my shopping experience to click that little honey button 
and a lot of discount codes pop up, like very often. So it really has saved me a ton of money. When you shop like usual on lots of your favorite sites, Honey will automatically fill in the promo code box for you at checkout, but it won't fill it with just one code. It will dump a ton of codes in there and test them in seconds and see if one gives you a discount. Honey knows where to find promo codes that are hard to find on your own, even if you listen to podcasts all day long. It's like getting a million promo codes from this one little podcast ad. And as if this ad wasn't generous enough, you can get $5 in your Venmo account just for trying, Honey. Get all the promo codes Honey can find and $5 in your Venmo at joinhoney.com slash what we said. That's joinhoney.com slash what we said. Go check it out. You'll thank us later. Anyways, let's get into these stories, shall we? Let's do it. Um, Beth said these were actually like kind of spooky. Yeah, I'm excited. I love a good it's, crazy neighbor story. It's getting into spooky season. Yes. You I'm guys, actually really excited for fall. Can we just prep you now for our Halloween episode? That's going to be, <gasps> you know, obviously near Halloween. So you've got a little bit. If you have scary, spooky ghost stories, just start sending them in now and yes. label them Halloween story. Yes. Because this year, it's going to be good. It's going to be so we good. We thought last year was good. This year is going to oh, be Oh, just you wait. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Hi, ladies. I have been patiently waiting for this episode because, man, do I have a neighbor horror story to tell. Before I get into it, I wanted to say that as one of your younger listeners, you two are such positive role models of mine. Thank you for all the wise words each of you have shared through the podcast and your YouTube channels. That's so sweet. Getting into it, let's call this neighbor Jeffrey. He was around 50 years old, never married, and had no kids. I was in first grade and moved to the neighborhood with my little sister and mother. He immediately invited us to a housewarming party at his pool. Except it was mm. at six o'clock on a school night and soon to find out we were the only ones invited. Wait, who did he invite? Just oh, the kids? No, no, no. He invited her little sister and mom. So her, her mom, and her little okay. sister. At least the mom's there. That yeah. would have been terrifying. Okay. Um, except it was six o'clock on a school night. Housewarming party at his house? Yeah. That's not a housewarming <laughs> party. Yeah, your house is already warm. Yeah. Sir. It's the new house that you do the housewarming party. Whatever. He's welcoming to yeah. them, them to the neighborhood. Okay. The party that he invited them to was six o'clock on a school night, and they were the only ones invited. He was getting uncomfortably close to my mom, trying to offer her a drink, which she continuously rejected. Even a seven-year-old me saw the red flags. Literally every mm. time my mom tried leaving the house, he would invite her over. His lonely attempts to hang out soon toned to creepy, constant harassment. One night he came over and asked if myself and sister could go to his house alone <gasps> to help prepare a gift for my mom. Um, Absolutely not. Seven sir. years old and you're 50? Sir. When she declined, okay, so maybe he asked the mom if they could. Okay, when she declined, he personally told me, who was sitting on the couch, that if I came, he'd have presents for me too. Uh, that uh, was a no from both of us. That's terrifying. Good for you for knowing that at a young age, the knowing second, stranger danger. Yes. The second evening he came, my sister was on the phone with our dad and Jeffrey told her to hang up and come to his house with him. No thanks. I guess he thought third time's the charm. So it was nine-ish at night and my mom was gone. Okay, wait. The second evening he came. So is this a third incident now? Yeah, I think she did say the third time. So, Oh, 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 right. Okay, I'm a stupid dummy. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, it was nine-ish at night and my mom was gone. I was awake with my babysitter and he came to the door and would not stop knocking. <gasps> she only opened because she knew he was our neighbor. Jeffrey asked if my little sister could wake up and come to his house to prepare a present for my mom alone. I am so creeped out. At 9 p.m. Uh, what is this present? What is the present? And why can't you do it on your own? She was shutting the door on him when he yells at me. I have chocolate milk and presents <gasps> for you. 
Little did the creep know I was lactose intolerant (sighs) and in no universe would that convince me to join him. Anyway, who knows what his intentions were, but I'm sure a few come to mind. The police came shortly after and within about two months, he moved away and we never heard about him again. Needless to say, I will never forget his disturbing and desperate attempts to get us little girls alone. Yeah. No, that's going to be a no for me. That is creepy and terrifying. Yeah. The poor babysitter. Ew. That's your worst nightmare when you're babysitting. I can promise you his intentions were not good. Yeah, I can promise you his intentions were not to make a present for your mom. What is the freaking present? Why is that? That's such an odd. When they start offering goodies like that, it's like, no, that's a huge red flag. You're literally a kidnapper offering me like a popsicle from milk and presents. That is not okay. Even if you had the best of intentions and you're just a lonely old man who wants like to imitate a family, you don't do that. It's like, sorry, you have to know you're a man and these are little girls. You can't do that. No, that is the weirdest vibe I've ever heard. (laughs) Okay. I'll try to make this concise because there's lots of juicy moments with this one. Basically, my family and I moved to a rural neighborhood about two years ago. And one of the first nights we were there, we had a bonfire. And one of our neighbors came through the very wooded area between our houses on crutches, pulled a gun on us, and started cursing us out, calling us Trumpers for literally doing nothing like we've never seen her or spoken to her before. So this sparked a disharm— Okay, girl, you're— vocabulary is like too much for me. Disharmonious relationship of her calling the cops and the fire department. Just kidding. You used one word that was hard to say, but, um, and the fire department on us countless times for either having our porch lights on and she put like the <laughs> confusion. Yeah. Okay. Emoji. Or barbecuing outside reporting we had unsafe fires going in our yard. Never had that happened. Anyways, after one of our last unfortunate encounters, the sheriff suggested we get a restraining order to keep her out of our yard. So we couldn't- Oh, to her? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a guy. To keep her out of our yard so she couldn't report any more false claims about us. So now we still live beside her and we did end up getting that restraining order for our and our pet safety because I forgot to mention she threatened to shoot our dogs many times. (gasps) And that's basically that. Guess we'll never know what set her off to hate us so much, but we're hoping to move soon. Love you girls. You're such inspirations to me. That is so odd. I've heard stuff like that too where it's like, you have no idea what you did. They just like hate you. Yeah. And it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. So just confused. attacks you. Okay. Hey, ladies. I love y'all on the podcast. And if I ever had something to write in, this is it. To start, we have to go back to when my family was first building our house. We put flags on our property line so we knew where not to cross and not to build. Crazy cat lady came out and started picking up the flags and chucking them at my dad's head because she thought it was on her property line. This should have been a red flag from the start. Crazy cat lady has legitimately 40 cats. Okay. A couple, oh. a couple dozen dogs. Uh, uh, several uh, ferrets, donkeys, goat, <gasps> the whole shebang. It is chaos. Okay, do you live in like yeah, Montana on a farm ooh. or? Okay, Texas. Um, there has been several incidences like trying to murder my dad with a sledgehammer. Oh. Okay. Putting used cat litter on the property line, letting it cook all summer in the Texas Stop. heat, and then running it over with a lawnmower, making our house smell like litter for months. Uh, That's pretty creative. Yeah, I was going to say the dedication. Wow. Accusing my little brother of trying to drown her cat because the cat was always wet. In fact, the cat was just old and peeing on itself and she just wanted somebody to blame. She always came over to harass us and we actually ended up suing her and won. And since then, she started behaving a little bit better, but not much. This lady has done more crap than just to us. She gets at-home healthcare people to come and take care of her elderly mother and then sues the company for sexual abuse against her mother when oh. nothing happened. And that's how she gets her money. 
Oh my god. Some people gosh. are so scammy. The the um energy the it energy takes, it takes to like harass people just blows my mind. It's like, like that's your whole day and, your and whole especially life. when they do nothing. Like I can't even complain to someone who's like done something to me actually. It's like yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have the energy. Yeah, to wow. make things up and just well. Another way she gets her money is by fostering children and then shipping them off to boarding school so she doesn't have to take care of them. She can just take a check from the government. She sounds like hell, honestly. She sounds like a witch. (laughs) She's the scum of the earth, she says. And I've lived next to her from when I was five until I moved to college. I hope this provides some entertainment for y'all. I hope you have an amazing week. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, that is gnarly. That's something where it's like, yeah, your neighbor ruins your whole experience life experience yeah it can be to the point where you're like i'm moving like you're so annoying that's crazy the cats and the dogs are enough honestly 40 cats you're telling me like when one of those dogs starts barking they don't all start barking yeah Mm. okay Hello, girls. Congrats on all the great things going your way. Anyway, I'm just going to dive in. So when I was 13 years old, my twin and I shared a bedroom. Both of our beds were pushed up against the same wall, and mine happened to be pushed up against a window. Weird, I know, but we wanted the maximum amount of space in there for activities, of course. Anyway, I didn't like sleeping in the dark, so I would open the blinds halfway to let the moonlight in. Oh, that you're brave keeping the blinds open at night. That scares the shiz out of me. Yeah. One night, my dad was up late and he was checking up on all of his kids. And when he came into our bedroom, he noticed my blinds were halfway open. So he peeked outside. He saw a man standing on the street, looking into our second story window with binoculars. Ew. Keep in mind, I was sleeping right there. So he had been watching me sleep for who knows how long or how often. That's going to be a no for me. My dad immediately shut my blinds. And in the morning, he told our family we were no longer allowed to sleep with our blinds open. We're not 100% if this man was our neighbor or not. The house was a rental and people came and went often. Sometimes we would meet them, sometimes not. So we will never know who he was. Creepy, I know. Love the podcast. Sending good vibes your way. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I I hate when there's even a crack open. Like, if our curtains are not whatever. I'm like, I can't see outside because it's so dark. Like, I don't want somebody looking into my, I've seen too many shows. Oh, that is really, it's just terrifying to me when it's a little kid and it's a grown man. Okay. Hey, Chelsea and JC, big fan of the pod. It's given me my girl time fix in the middle of a move to a new place. Very grateful for you guys. I feel like everyone has a crazy neighbor story or a bad first apartment story and mine collide. I had just moved across the country to a city where I knew no one for a job. I signed a lease for an apartment. I had only seen photos of online and just kind of hoped for the best. That's brave. (laughs) You are brave, sis. It was going to be my first time living alone and it was so much change at once that I kind of ignored how dumb that is, LOL. Anyway, the apartment was less than glamorous and super, super small. Just about six units in the whole building. So everyone pretty much knew everyone's situation. I was so paranoid about people knowing I lived alone. So I tried to keep to myself. One Tuesday after work, I ran into a neighbor, an older man, literally had to be in his 60s, outside. We chatted super quick and I ran back inside. He seemed friendly and nice. I didn't think anything of it. Fast forward to the weekend. I'm home on a Sunday afternoon. My doorbell rings. That would be the scariest part about living alone. I've never lived by myself, like absolutely just by myself. Me neither. And that would be my worst nightmare. Same. Having the doorbell doorbell ring at all. Same. Even if it's my mailman. Like, do not come to my door. I look at the people and it's the man I met on Tuesday. Uh, Wait, I, what time is this? Um, on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. okay. I open it and he proceeds to hand me a massive bag of frozen chicken. Unlabeled, no brand, just a bunch of chicken. He then told me that if I wanted to come over for dinner and drink sometime. Drinks. Or, or just to watch TV, his door was always open. 
Those are things I'm not interested in. No, I literally had no words. I just kind of took the bag and said, bye. It was so gross and so random. I put the chicken in another grocery bag so he wouldn't notice me throwing it away. (laughs) No way in hell I was eating that. No. After that, I made the executive decision to stay away from him as much as possible. He was way too comfortable. Constantly knocking on my door or ringing my doorbell. No. And I just ignored it. As I was moving out, I noticed an envelope slide under my door. It was a note from him telling me how he has admired me for the past year and wanted to take me on a date. (gasps) He acknowledged the age difference, but said it could work out and left me his phone number. I felt so gross and so grateful I was moving out. Lesson learned, always tour the apartment and never talk to the strange old man. Love you guys. Never Never talk to the strange old man. Never give them the time of day. No, and it's so creepy. Like you kind of have a suspicion. Just what I hate about, not all men, but it's like the line between I'm just being friendly. And then you're like, well, I have a suspicion you're hitting on me. And then later you find out they actually were, but you're yes. trying not to be rude about it and be like, I don't, I'm not interested. Yeah, and then or they're if, like, or I wasn't you, hitting on you. I'm being nice. Exactly. You're like, I have a boyfriend. They're like, yeah. don't flatter yourself. It's yeah. Like, Oof. Did you see, I thought, I saw it kind of went viral a little bit on TikTok, but it's Aspen's little sister, Avery. Did you mm-hmm. see the video she posted yes. at the gym? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, so she posted a video of her like stretching at the gym and the she audacity. was like, the audacity. She was filming for YouTube. Not so her. she was, yeah. What you're talking about in the video. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm the like guy. the audacity she has to YouTube in public. <laughs> no, the guy. Yeah. So she was filming her workout or something. So she was stretching at the end and this guy was like, came up and was like, oh, you complimented something about her. I forgot what it was. He was older. And then he was like, what did he, he say? Uh, didn't he say something like, are you filming? Like, what are you videoing yeah. or whatever? And she was saying like something. But then he said something like, like asked her not to go on a date or like her, for her number, kind something of. like that. It was something where he was obviously like asking her. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm too young for you. Yeah. Which I loved. <laughs> we stand. Oh, I think he said something like, oh, I was going to ask you like to go. I think he did ask her on a date. I think he was like, oh, I was going to ask you if you want to like maybe go to dinner or something with me. Something like that. And she goes, oh, I'm too young for you. And then this man, he's like, I'm too rich for you. I'm like, good one. Yeah. Not knowing that she probably has more money than him. Yeah, that that was like one of the top comments was like, the funny thing is you're literally probably richer than him. Yeah. Like the audacity, man. The have. audacity. Oh, I'm sorry. Blue speakers. <laughs> I, the TikTok I was going to show you before this is of this guy. No offense to your service in here, but I cannot pull anything up because <laughs> I, I was going to try and find his username so I give him credit, but it's not low. Wait, I think I do. Did have it load? Name. I have his. His name is Zach Nelson on TikTok, so you can look him up. But it's like POV, you embarrass your insecure BF at a party. And he's in the car. Insecure boyfriend? Yeah, at at a party or something. He's like really pissed off or whatever. And it's one of those things when people do like POV, your boyfriend is toxic or something. And it's just like weirdly familiar where you're like, I've been on a date like this or I've met someone like this and it's given me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, no. And they're just definitely guys like this. Anyways, I'm not going to describe the entire TikTok, but essentially he's like, He's like, why would you say that in front of my ex? Like, you're embarrassing me. He's like, we all have feelings from our ex. Like, come on, just admit it. He's like, you don't? He's like, well, then why did you wish him happy birthday three years ago, you slut? <laughs> and oh, and die literally gaslighting. And I'm like, that's what guys do when they get rejected. It's like, they'll be like, we've talked about this. They immediately this. insult you yeah. or like bring up something from, I guess maybe gaslighting yeah, like, wasn't oh, the right word. Oh, you a but... guy before me? Like, you're such a slut. Yeah. Like, and it's like, what do you mean? Like, you cheated on me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm so confused. It's like you've done much worse, my yeah, friend. Yeah, it's like we were saying, they'll they'll ask you on a date. You're like, no, thanks. Like, I'm not interested. You're just honest. You're like, yeah. I don't want to lead you on. And they're like, that's fine. You're ugly anyway. Yeah. It's like, then why'd you, you ask me out? Yeah, you have a horrible personality. 
that is so funny to me when they say something like that. It's like, you're ugly. It's like, then why'd you ask me out? And they're like, just, I was just trying to be nice. It's yeah. like, well, no, that's a waste of time. No, the one thing I will teach my son is how to handle rejection nicely. Yes. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there, but then be okay with the rejection. Yeah, totally. <gasps> Wait. I just thought about the fact that <laughs> I'm going to have a son and there's a small possibility he could end up being an F boy. No, he won't. There is a possibility that he could marry someone crazy, though. Yeah. That's that's the most terrifying of all. Boys are kind of scary. When I hear the stories of, like, what Nick did in high school and even knowing, like, what my brothers did in high school, just, like, stupid things like throwing water balloons at cars, I'm just like, when does your brain, like, fully… Unfortunately, it develops later than girls. <laughs> yeah. That is something we know scientifically. It's kind of scary. Yeah. It's there's fears with either having a girl or mm-hmm. a boy. There's different fears involved. But both fears include men. Like <laughs> I'm afraid of my boy being a boy. <laughs> afraid of my afraid for your girls because of boys. That's so true. In conclusion, <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> Chelsea and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Chelsea and I are like bashing on, you know, men <laughs> of some sort. I don't remember what we were saying. Like, guys are just why would a blah blah blah. Oh, talking we were about talking this. about how when guys uh, think other guys are being weak, they'll call them pussies. Oh. And they're like, wait. And some girl on TikTok was saying, well, the vagina is actually the strong. It literally pushes out a human. Like it actually takes so much like trauma. This, yes. It's like actually it the strongest. It can like bounce back. It's like the strongest thing. And then if you get hit in the balls, like you. It, it, oh, it's like grow some balls to yeah. be, to, you know, grow some balls and do that. It, but your balls are literally the most tender part of you. If I so even fragile. touch them the wrong way, <laughs> yeah. you actually go into orbit. Yeah. Like, so we were talking about that. We're like, yeah, like, and joking around. We're like, men are trash. Like, you know, as we do. Like, pussy's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. And then… Um, Sorry, it's such a, like, gross word. But. And then Leif, uh, we pulled up to Best Buy to, like, get something for our podcast. Like, we needed uh, something for our podcast, right? Yes. And, like, a cord or something. Batteries. Batteries. And it was just me, Chelsea, and Leif. And then Chelsea's like, can we stay in the car, daddy? He's like, no. <laughs> you literally just literally bashed on guys. And he was like, come on, guys. Like, it's not all guys. And we're like, no, but like 99%, like whatever. And then literally two seconds later, I'm like, can we stay in the car, daddy? He's like, no, you're getting out and you're helping me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it kills me. We, okay. We do love men. I don't, we, you know, we, we love men. You know, we love certain men, Okay. It's 2021 and nobody has time for uncomfortable shoes and that is where Rothy's comes in. What makes Rothy's so good? Their unique seamless design is insanely comfortable the moment you put them on. So get off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's. With sandals and an array of colors to shoes made for exploring, their newest styles have you covered. Plus their spacious washable bags are perfect for summer getaways or fall break getaways. We love a comfy shoe. You know, there's nothing better than a comfortable shoe that's not going to give you blisters, okay? And Rothy's newly launched men's shoes, which are intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with nearly zero waste. We love to see it. Rothy's men's shoes are durable, washable, and better for the planet. Plus, rigorous testing during research and development results in a perfect fit wash after wash. You know, who better to tell you about how comfortable Rothy's are than real customers? Here's what people are saying. These shoes are like walking on clouds. There's no break-in period, no blisters, just pure comfort. And their best-selling shoe actually has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. So step up your wardrobe with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash what we said to find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash what we said. Go check it out. 
Hello, ladies. First off, love the show. My wife and I, oh, this is a boy. Or maybe it's a girl. Sorry, I didn't mean to assume. But my wife and I listen all the time. And you know what they say about couples who listen to this podcast together. They stay together. True. Anyway, I was a three-sport athlete all throughout high school and often walked home after practice, especially when my mom had to work late. As a preface, my neighbor up the hill worked as an animal rescue worker and loves dogs. Okay, sounds great so far. One spring day, why am I like my phone like that? (laughs) Your phone is a million miles away. miles away. Standing up, okay. One spring day, track practice ended early, so I got home about an hour before I normally would. As I turned the corner, I saw my neighbor's beat-up SUV backed in my driveway, specifically on the side of the house where she had access to the backyard and the porch. Hmm. As a 14-year-old freshman, I was pretty spooked, but still decided to go in the house. As I walk in, I see our neighbor on the back porch coddling over our two dogs crying. What? Are you, like, close with this neighbor? Is this normal? I step outside with my little league bat in hand and ask her, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) She stood up, pointing her wrinkled old frail finger at me and screeched, I'm saving the dogs you are abusing. Oh, she, okay, she's, she's crying. Save, yeah. I thought the dogs were crying. I'm like, okay, if she hurt your dogs, I will rage. Okay. She's crying. She's crying because she thinks they're abusing the yeah. dogs. Okay. Um, she informed me the police were on their way and that my whole family would be in jail that evening. Um. My two dogs were and still are well-fed, lazy golden retrievers who are so sweet and love to bark at birds. Okay. The dogs arrive... The dogs arrive. (laughs) Bye. The cops arrive, see my happy fat dogs, and kindly escort this woman off our property. Since then, she stares at us as we walk our dogs, drive up the street, or even get the mail, while yelling at us that she'll get us one day. What are you doing to the dogs that's making her think that? Yeah, this happened three more times before we got a a restraining order. Um, Wow. Okay. Um, Are you leaving them outside or something? Like, is she— do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, maybe because they're like overweight or something. I don't know. What reasoning does she have to do this? Yeah. But it's like, that's the least of your worries. They're well, not like being, well, I'm saying if they're like, oh, they're just fat, happy dogs. Like they're not like Well, totally. Because it's starved. like, yeah, of course we don't stand animal abuse. It's like yeah. if you genuinely, okay, speaking of creepy neighbors, there's a man coming up my driveway right now. He's probably the Postmates guy. Oh. <laughs> He's coming like into the garage almost. Sir, I'm sure it's fine. I think maybe the life's in there talking to him or something. Oh. Um. Anyway. Oh, look, he's leaving. Does he have the bag in hand? No, I don't know. We'll just see. If... Oh, was that the Postmates guy, Leif? Oh, <laughs> just Postmates, all clear. Um, Not a spooky neighbor. What was I just saying before? I forgot. We don't stand animal animal. Oh abuse. yeah. Well, it's like if you genuinely thought they were getting abused, then like absolutely, yeah, you would do something yeah. about it and call someone. But yeah. If, if, it's, if it's really hot outside or something, and like we we have done, I'm like I've done this before. No, we had this neighbor who left their dog on the patio on like the hottest day ever in Nashville, and oh, the no. dog was um, pacing back and forth and like scratching at the door and panting, and oh. there was no water, and it's like a tiny little porch. It was a tiny dog, and it looked. If it was just looking fine and like whatever, would be yeah. fine. But we were watching and I was like, if that goes any longer, like I'm going to go over there. Like, I hope they didn't forget about it. Maybe something happened to the owner. Like right. it stuck because it kept scratching at the door. Oh. And then finally they brought it in. But I was like, I'm keeping an eye on that house. Yeah, definitely. But it was fine after That's that. That's crazy though. Okay. Hi, ladies. Thank you for all the content you put out. The podcast literally makes my week. So my crazy neighbor story happened while I was still living at home with my parents, and we lived next door to this older couple. The couple was old and had given my parents a couple issues in the past, but this one was definitely the worst. One Christmas, my dad bought a couple blow-up Christmas decorations for the front yard. 
Think snow globe, blow up reindeer, etc. He did it because my sister was three at the time and loved seeing all the decorations. Well, the wife of the couple next door came up to my mom one day and told her the light for the blow up decorations was shining through their bedroom window. My dad had purposefully put them in a place that he thought would not bother them. So my mom thought it was a lie at first. But anyways... She's just said, okay, no problem, and had my dad move them back closer to our house a bit. A couple nights later, our dogs start barking like crazy around 12 p.m. I think 12 a.m. because at night. Yeah. And we look outside and don't see anything and just think nothing of it until the next evening when the decorations timer turns on and the blow-ups do not blow up. LOL. So my dad goes out to see what's up. And sure enough, there were scissors laying in between both the blow-ups and two big cut marks on each of them. Oh, she left the scissors. We think our neighbor heard the dogs barking and ran off and accidentally dropped the scissors. Oh, I I thought she left it like as a sign like mid-act. The reason we know it was them is because it had their last name written on the scissors handles. Stop. Idiots. Oh, well, that's what she says. <laughs> anyway, my dad, being the petty man he is, went to their front door and handed back the scissors and said, I think you dropped something. He said their faces were white as snow. He also went that next day and bought four more blow-ups just to take them <gasps> off. Oh. oh, my gosh. They moved a few months after that situation. But like I said, this wasn't the first issue we had with them. So we were not sad to see them go. Oh, well. Yeah, it's like ask at least again if yeah. it really is in your because it is annoying if it's shining in your window. Definitely, but it's like, be like, hey, I asked you and like it's still shining in my window. It's like at that point, okay. Yeah, don't bl- cut this. The whole also, blow up that they're an older the couple and they're like doing that at, in, at midnight, like sneaking over to the neighbors. Petty. Okay. okay. I'm like we stand. Yeah, we stand a petty <laughs> king and queen, a pranking queen. <laughs> no harm, no foul. I'm just kidding. That's literally trespassing. Anyways, so growing up, I had neighbors that were older, maybe in their 60s or 70s, and didn't have any kids at home. They would have a son come by sometimes when they needed help with stuff, and we recognized him and would say hi. Right before my 19th birthday, I was moving out of my parents' house, but would often stay there still. It was winter, and those neighbors stayed in southern Utah to avoid the snow, so their son was staying at their house. Okay. I was doing laundry one day at my parents' and got a message and friend request on my Facebook, and it was the 40-year-old son of my neighbors. Ew. You know, he was saying he saw me doing laundry and was <gasps> offering to help. What? Huh? Any connection they can make. Yeah. It's like, can I, I help you? Yes. It's like, sir, <laughs> it's like the easiest task in the world. I would respond to be nice, but he would sometimes catch me walking to my car and come outside to talk. <sighs> well, then on my birthday, he sent me a message wishing me a happy birthday and attached was a picture of him in my parents' front yard with a snowman that my siblings built that day. He was saying that was his gift to me and that I should frame it. Uh, you didn't even build a snowman? Uh, Couldn't even do that? Can even build your own snowman take a photo with it? He continued to send me creepy messages on Facebook for months, and I would have to leave my parents' house as quick as possible so he wouldn't stop to talk. Ugh. One day he stopped me and asked me if I remembered when I helped him get the water out of his parents' windowsill when there was a flash flood. He had the biggest grin on his face and said he knew I was an amazing person when that happened. I was about 12 when that happened. <gasps> Ew, wait, how oh old is this man? Gosh, how old is 40? This oh, and how old is she? College? Like yeah, 19? now she's in college, so. Dude. It was only six years ago. He was like 30 at that point, 32. Ew. He eventually asked if I would date an older man and asked if he could take me. No, he's a groomer, my friend. If he could take me out. Told him I had a boyfriend and eventually stopped. Haha. That's my neighbor's story. Thanks for making me laugh every Tuesday. Keep up the good work, ladies. Love y'all. I'm sorry, Ew. but there's nothing creepier than an older guy like that. Like, you know, making advances on you unwanted. And you're just like, no, because it's this thing where you don't know if it's a creepy, actually seriously creepy man or just someone who's like harmless, but you know, a little out of touch and shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Or if it's like 
actual stalker vibes. Yeah. It's weird when they they are over age, when they're 30 and you're 12, and that's when they start showing interest. It's not like, oh, we came across each other later. I had, didn't even look at you until you're 18. Right. I, he's like, remember at that? the least. Yeah, remember that? That's when I knew you were an amazing person. Yeah. When I was 12 when I was 12? When I hadn't even started my period yet? No, sir. No. I'm sorry. That's going to be enough for me. That's literally where grooming starts. Yes. We call my current neighbor Karen because she sits outside at all hours of the day to watch people and always complains about the littlest things. My husband and I always keep our shades three-fourths of the way shut for privacy, yet she makes comments to us like, I saw you guys were watching Happy Gilmore Stop. until 12 last night. Or I think a picture fell off the wall in your bathroom. She's never once been inside our house, yet knows our house layout from looking through the windows. Ew. Really fast. I should tell I should tell the story. I'm not going to say who it is, but one of my friends had that experience where their neighbor would say stuff like that. Be like, I love the new wallpaper you put up. And, and because they could see it from across. Like he lived in an apartment complex uh-huh. and his neighbor was like across the way, but would be like, oh, I love that new photo you put up or whatever. Ew. And it's like, dude, how do you even know that? And my and friend was, you my friend was saying like, I just, at that point, I started just having the blinds closed at all hours of the day. And then I was literally depressed because there was no sunlight in my house. But I was yeah. too, like, creeped out to have the windows open so that this guy is watching me yeah. and seeing all the changes I'm making to my apartment. That's just ruins know. your experience. No. It's like, dude, this is my house. Stop. Okay. Um, she has told us that she has done all the research about the houses in the neighborhood, specifically mine. She has pictures of our house and landscape that date back over 40 years. Reminder, this is all my house, not hers. My husband has mentioned different projects he's going to do to our yard. And she, on her own, goes to Home Depot and prices out all the materials we would need for such project. She doesn't uh-huh. tell us the cost of the project or give us any info on this, just does it for fun and then casually mentions in conversations that her and the Home Depot workers have plans for remodeling our backyard. Um, Creepy. Would be less creepy if she was willing to share those with us. Yeah. Sometimes I'm home and look out the window to see her pulling weeds or shoveling in my backyard uninvited. Even though she lives down the street from me. I could maybe see if she was our backyard neighbor, but she's not, and she has to go through our gate to enter. No. I feel like I cannot call the cops on her because we are on friendly terms, but she totally invades our privacy. No. She goes through your gate? Ew. That is weird. That is weird behavior. It's actually more concerning and scary that it's so nonchalant. Like, yeah. she's like, oh yeah, I pri- you mentioned that. And I went to Home Depot with the workers and we priced out everything. But we're, you know, that's my but business. But it doesn't tell them. But it doesn't tell them. It's like, you're not trying to help. Like, what are these hobbies that you have? Uh, People watching. No. Like when she's just out there watching and complaining about everything. No. Ooh, that's rough. Okay, love you guys so much. Thanks for being such an inspiration to me. To me, sorry, exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> I'm like, and who else? In college, my roommates and I lived next to a pretty creepy, rundown looking house. An older man lived in the house and occasionally he would try to talk to us. One day I was coming home from one of my classes and when I pulled into our driveway, I saw the old man laying on his porch screaming, help, help. <gasps> I'm scared. Oh, I didn't no. know what to do since I was all alone and none of my roommates were home. I was scared to go over to this man's house alone, but he was calling for help and I felt bad just leaving him. I decided to call my boyfriend and have him stay on the phone with me, very smart, while I yes. went over to help the old man. When I got to the porch, he was covered in baby powder from head to toe and just continued screaming help. Okay. I asked him how I could help and he kept asking me to go inside to get his phone so he could call his friend. I told him I didn't feel comfortable going inside, but I could call his friend from my phone. He refused to use my phone and continued asking me to go inside his house. No, no, no. He no. then proceeded 
to ask me to pull up his pants because they were falling off and I refused. <gasps> oh. Um, I just got, my stomach just literally dropped. I started getting weird, really weird vibes and told him I was just going to call 911 because I couldn't help him anymore. He started screaming at me and started trying to grab my phone while still laying on the ground and told me not to call 911. By that point, I was getting really scared. So I texted my boyfriend to come over immediately to help me. My boyfriend got to the house and walked up to my neighbor's porch. As soon as the old man saw my boyfriend, the old man stood up and just walked inside like nothing was wrong and told us to leave. No, he did not. Why did he want you in his house? My jaw's on the floor. He literally had pretended to fall and need help, even though he was obviously fine. This was so scary because he kept trying to get me to go inside his house and who knows what, have, what would have happened if I went inside. And he probably would have gotten up and yes. locked the door, walked her in there with him. <gasps> I am Oh my terrified. gosh. So happy nothing happened. I was smart enough not to go inside his house. And I still have no idea why he was covered in baby powder. Yeah, what, yeah, that what is the baby powder? That aspect of it is a little odd too. Never. I repeat, if a guy, they can get someone else's help. Yes. And especially if you're there willing to call yes. the police, you have your phone, you're willing to help. You do not ever That's go into his house. That's all you need to do is, is call the police. Yeah, you do not need to go in his house ever. No. To anyone listening. No. Anyone's car, any guy's car, absolutely not. No. Their house, no. No. They can ask someone else or you can, yeah, help them with calling someone. Yeah. Okay. First thing I want to say is how grateful I am for this podcast. I've listened to every episode and you never fail to make me smile. Okay. So a couple months ago, I had this neighbor who genuinely thought she was a witch. Awesome. She would make up weird potions in her apartment and at night would go absolutely crazy. Walking through the halls, screaming, banging on all the doors, trying what? to break into everyone's apartments and making up weird excuses when we caught her trying to break in. She knew my roommates and I were friends with her roommates, so she would randomly come over to our apartment and try to get in and steal all our stuff. Finally, after a little bit, we had enough evidence of everything happening to get her kicked out, but it's safe to say we were all terrified of her. Yeah, no. Ooh, not the witch. I know we, this is not roommate stories and I, um, but in our roommate story episode, first ep episode when I was telling, talking about my brother's roommate, that just reminded me of when, um, my brothers both lived in an apartment together and they had this crazy roommate You've who was got like to creepy. Listen to our roommate stories you have to listen. Shocking. It is so shocking. And he was absolutely terrifying, but he would, one time he knocked on my brother's door who was asleep. He was asleep in his room and my brother would lock his door so that this guy could not come in because yeah. he literally would just like come in and like start looking through his stuff. And my brother would just be like, can you get out of here? Dude. He knocked on my brother's door and was like, can you please come teach me how to floss? Like, and was just kind of standing there and Clay was like um, recording it because he was like, this is getting creepy. And he kept asking. He's like, I know. I just don't know how to do it. Like, will you come show me how to floss? I've never used one of these picks before. And what Clay's like, no, you, whatever. You can just, <laughs> you can hear him in the video. Like, just do this and this. And that gives me the same vibes where it's just like, intrusive you're trying to have your own privacy in your own place and someone is just going ape shiz crazy on you oh mm. teach me how to floss teach me how to floss that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Clay's so nice. Like at the beginning of the video, he's like kind of explaining how to literally boss. <laughs> but then he's just like, no, I'm going to bed. Like I'm done. And he's like, come on. Like just so creepy. Oh, Terrifying. Oh my gosh. Especially if you heard the rest of the story, you know why that's even creepier is because he literally had fantasies about my brother. So anyways, this is my first time emailing. Love the pod and all the socials. Great work, gals. Thank you. Okay. So here we go. I have many crazy neighbor stories, including the ex-drug dealer poncho clad next door. 
Okay. Next door neighbor who often brought my family expired food. Awesome. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. This story is about the family who we will call the Smiths who lived across the street from my family. I grew up being friends with their son, but I eventually cut ties with him in, in high school. And ever since then, our neighbors were low key rude to my family. This particular story is one we refer to as the apple tree incident. Mm. One summer, my dad planted three apple trees behind our house. As I said before, the Smith family was across the street, so they couldn't even see the apple trees from their house. Despite this, literally the day after they were planted, my dad received a typed up letter in our mailbox. In summary, it basically said that Mrs. Smith was horribly allergic to apples and we had to cut down the trees immediately. So even though none of us had heard of an apple allergy, I was going to say, I'm like, I've literally never. No. And frankly, neither had Google. We totally understood and said that we would do that as long as Mrs. Smith could show us a doctor's note. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, We weren't trying to be rude or challenge her. The trees were just expensive and we wanted to make sure. The next day, we received another letter in the mailbox in literally the same stationery, which was claiming to be Mrs. Smith's doctor. It's... Uh, can't you at least switch up the station? Yeah. Come on, let's get smart. <laughs> it said if she ingested apples, she would have a dangerous reaction and die. Okay. Oh. Okay. Was she going to sneak into the backyard and bite an apple? Right. She's not ingesting it from it she's being in the, your backyard. Yeah, she's not the Wicked Witch from freaking Snow White. She's not going to come over and like trick you into eating an apple. Okay, so despite the fact that the letter was very obviously forged by Mrs. Smith, we decided to believe her. That being said, at this point, we were really confused because the trees weren't even producing apples yet. And even when they did, how would this cause Mrs. Smith to have an allergic reaction? Like, how is she going to trip in our literal backyard and accidentally eat an apple? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we basically just said we were sorry, but unless but unless there was proof she could have a reaction from a- airborne pollen or something, we wouldn't remove them unless they could refund the cost. We also talked about it to our town neighbor, our town mayor. Oh, not, not neighbor, <laughs> mayor. And he agreed with us. They dropped it, but found basically every way to cold shoulder us, including denying my little brother candy during trick-or-treating. Come on. Come on, dude. Don't Don't be heartless. Fast forward three months, we moved, and my dad got a message from another neighbor. Apparently, weeks after we had left, the apple trees had been cut down. Yikes. So, yep, there's my crazy neighbor story. They definitely hated us. Why do they care so much about the apple trees? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have something against apples. They definitely hated us. In your guys' opinion, do you think we should have cut the trees down? No! No! Absolutely not. No way. You were nice enough to even consider it. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Especially because the allergies, if she ingests it, it's not— It's in your backyard. Unless you were making her apple pie. Does she go to the grocery store? Yeah. She can't go to a grocery store. She can't go to any restaurants. Like, what do you mean? No. If just by being in the same proximity— as an apple. <laughs> That's so shocking. Okay. Do this you is think my we last should have cut story. the trees down, honey. This is my last story. Hi, ladies. Love both of you and have been a listener from day one. I live in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, I want to go there so bad. Um, and I have a wild drug neighbor story. My friend and I moved into an old historic home in downtown Charleston a couple years back, and the street was a little rundown, if you feel me on that. Almost every night, we sat on our front porch to enjoy the sunset and literally watched the neighbor run his drug drive through Literally, car after car would pull up, and he would physically hand them a little baggie, receive, receive cash, and go sit back down. It was a one-way street for reference, and it was so bad that one time an Uber refused to pick us up. She literally called us because she got stuck behind a drug deal and said, ladies, y'all need to move. I'm not picking you up. This is too dangerous. The drug dealer's never messed with us and it was not ideal but it was all we could afford then oh to live there 
Oh, and we lived right by a middle school, like end of our street. Hear the bell ring. We were so close. The tipping point was when he used the kids as drug mules no. to run the drugs down the sidewalk to the end of the street for a deal if the car didn't want to come down our street. No. And literally watched the kids run down and back like it was the most fun they've ever had. <laughs> Insane. We called the police and worked with the local drug team. Sorry, I forgot what you call them. Haha. To tell them the situation. And eventually they did a huge bust. Oh. Fast forward a year later. I'm a designer and the father of the neighbor father of the neighbor okay bought a home in the neighborhood I designed and literally looked me in the eye like he knew me and I was terrified I was about to say that's scary that's scary to bust them yeah Yeah. the design meeting went fine and eventually never saw them again crazy times anyway love you girls keep up the amazing work yeah I was gonna (gasps) say to bust a drug that's That's sketchy brave but dangerous yeah wow literally just you and your friend chilling (laughs) on the front porch watching this that's crazy (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Well, thank you guys so much. Now I'm scared of my neighbors. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I met my next door neighbor yesterday and she seemed really nice, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. You know, she seemed normal. Everything seemed fine. I'll report back. Yeah. We'll see. That's how I hope you have good neighbors too. I know, me too. Thank you guys so much for writing in all of your stories. If you guys want to be involved in our episodes, go follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You guys can you know, be the first to know about upcoming topics so you can write in your stories. If you want to post about listening to the episode on your Instagram, we like to repost you guys, hang out, chat with you. So just make sure to follow the Instagram. It's a good hub. But hope you guys have an amazing week. Happy Tuesday. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye. Bye.